professional. Athletes. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. Today we are here again with Keith Peterson for part two of March Madness. So yesterday was Selection Sunday, and we are back to take a look at these brackets. Welcome back, Keith. Thanks for having me. Excited to be here. Um, I learned so much stuff in our first one. So when I was watching Selection Sunday yesterday, it was a really exciting hour. A lot of what you said ended up coming to fruition. So you had talked a little bit about Crichton. They made it. Um, You talked about how UNC wasn't going to make it. That's true. They did not make it, even though they had a lot of money. Apparently, it was not enough. (laughs) Um, It was just nice to kind of be able to follow along. It was very fun watching all the teams get really excited. And I was able to follow along with the sportscasters as they talk through why they thought certain games would be good games. So that was super fun for me. Um, So today we're back and we're going to hit these brackets and learn about how to fill them out. All right. That sounds great. Um, Before we go into actually filling out our brackets, Keith, why don't you kind of break down maybe our brackets by region and who you think could come out, maybe some of the upsets, things like that. Okay. I looked at a couple like general rules yesterday when you're for when you're filling out your brackets which kind of would apply to each region um and they talked about the fact that all four number one seeds have only made the final four one time there's almost always a one seed in the final four the upsets are fun to pick but in the final four and at the end a lot of times the the blue buds and the number ones and two seeds do make it that far um so keep that in mind the way to really have a you know the people like to brag about the first round upset picks, but the way to have a real good bracket is to have the teams that make the final final four and obviously the championship game and the champions. So look towards the favorites. There's some teams that are hot, but a lot of times teams that win the conference title, so those are the championship games over the weekend, uh, those teams do not win the tournament. So a team like Kansas, who did not win their conference tournament, they lost in a championship game, and they're a number one seed, would be a team that has a lot of things going their way. Houston, same thing. Houston uh, did not win their conference championship game. Houston would play in Houston for the Final Four if they were to make it that far. But their best player is hurt and got hurt on Saturday. Um, hurt his groin, so I don't know when he'll be back. He did not play on Sunday, and they did not look very good without him. Um, team like Alabama, the one seed in the South, they've been really high lately, but they have a lot of things off the court going on. So once the national media gets involved, it might be a very different feel for, for that team. So And then Purdue. I've liked Purdue all year. Yesterday, they did not like Purdue on most of the shows. They did win their conference tournament, so I don't know if that's a positive or a negative for them. Um, They talked about last year they did not win their conference tournament and how that kind of carried over to the week of practice. So maybe they have a different feel this week. A lot of question marks out there this year. Yeah, I mean, there's just so many teams and so many things to kind of look at and break down. Um, I was talking to one of my friends over the weekend after he listened to the first episode of our podcast, and he talked about how historically Big Ten teams don't do well in the tournament. Is that true? Yeah. Last year they had nine, ten teams in it, and I think only one team made it out of the first weekend. So they had a couple teams that were number one or number two seeds, and they didn't even survive. So. Big Ten has not won a championship, I think, since 2000. Um, so it's been a, a rough time. Right. And they're tied with the SEC. They, so they have, like, the top team, top number of teams in the bracket. Yeah. When I was listening yesterday, they were talking about how if you were trying to actually win the brackets, um, you would pick somebody from either the SEC or the Big 12. <laughs> Big 12, yeah. So I was like, oh, well, there we go. Yeah. But that's not fun. 
you like to pick teams you like, you know. Right. That's right. Alabama was somebody that they thought, I think at least one person picked them. Nobody picked Purdue. Drake seemed to be a hot topic of conversation. They were thinking that they may go far, that they were doing really well. With Alabama, did they have like some player with a gun incident? Was that the team that has that going on? Yeah. Yeah, they had a player on their team who was kicked off the team because he was connected to a murder case. And then their best player, who will be one of the top draft picks next year as a freshman, uh, is connected to bringing the gun to the player. So. Oh, okay. So yeah. one player is gone and one player is still on the team. So two players were actually involved. Yes. Okay, I missed yeah. the first part where the player was off. All right, well... I don't know. <laughs> I feel bad. Yeah. That. I know. That's a weird, you know. That's like weird to have that kid playing, but whatever. Yeah. Oh, why are there so many teams in the first four? So it's first four games, not first four teams, right? Correct. Two games Tuesday, two games Wednesday, and you can, um, there's four 16 seeds. So those are kind of like the lowest teams there. There's probably a team there. Yeah. Texas Southern has a 14 and 20 record. So they, Obviously, won their conference tournament, got really hot at the end. I mean, they probably won three or four games just to even get to a 14 and 20, 20 record. Mm-hmm. And then there's teams that were the at-large teams that are the 11 seeds. So those were teams from power conferences that had a pretty good year, um, didn't win their conference tournament, and just kind of were the last teams in. So those are the teams that like knocked out like the North Carolina uh, Rutgers from the Big Ten. Most people thought we're going to get in. They did not get in. A team like Arizona State. Arizona State beat Arizona. A kid made a half-court shot at the buzzer to win the game on CBS on a Saturday afternoon. So they, a lot of people think that's what got them into the, the tournament from one shot. So Arizona, I think, was another team that a couple of people really liked coming in. Yeah. They won their conference tournament. They beat UCLA. Two seed. Um, yeah, they're a good two seed. Marquette also won their conference tournament. A lot of people like them right a now. A lot of people like them. Yeah, and they, they're they going to play in New York City. I think that's going to be at Madison Square Garden where the Big East tournament was. And I think I heard there were a few teams that this was their first appearance. So Xavier uh, is playing Kennesaw State, which is a team that I think two Maybe years ago, I think had one win and just started Division One a few years ago. Uh, so I think this is their first time in completely. For the first four games, why do the 11 seeds have a play-in and not like the 12, 13, 14, or 15 seeds? So those are the teams that did not win their conference tournaments. And like usually the 12 through 16 are going to be your teams that won the conference tournament that are not as good. Conferences are just a little bit lower. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a little more respect uh, for those seeds. And then also it's a little more of a fair matchup then for that 6-11 matchup versus uh Oh, okay. Big 10 team being a 15 seed. Got it. So kind of back to these brackets. So they put some stats up yesterday. There's a 1 in 147 chance that a 16 seed will beat a 1. So that's never a good idea, I guess, to pick a 16 beating a 1. But apparently the big surprise was that 11 seed versus 6, where you often see some upsets in there. Yeah, that's probably a, like a 60-40 type of situation where it happens a little bit, not quite every year, uh, but most years. You know, a 12-5 happens is a big one they talk about because that's a little bit longer odds. And that happens every year, almost every single year. Yeah. Um, but you're going to find one or two of those games. The 11-6 is pretty close to probably being even between who's going to win those games. Which yeah, is, which is... Seems weird. It seems yeah. weird because the 11 team is a bubble team, right? Yeah. Is the six team also a bubble team? No. No, no. they get automatically. Out. Yeah. And I think I saw something about those first four games, those 11 seeds, 
um, have made the second weekend. So that means they've won at least two, well, three games, including the first four, 10 out of the last 11 years or something like that. So that happens too, where the team gets that extra game and they get hot. It's kind of a disadvantage for that those six seats because they don't know who they're going to play. Everyone else is scouting and preparing right now for their team. But the six seeds don't know until Tuesday or Wednesday night after that team wins. Right. Yeah, so they could get like two practices in against who they actually think they're going to play and then have to play. Right. And then the other team is riding a high of getting their first tournament win. Got the nerves out. Yeah. yeah. Feeling pretty good. All right. So should we start talking strategy here? I don't know. Is there a strategy? You said you indicated in the last episode that a lot of it is just a kind of a free-for-all. Yeah. I mean, I go very number-based, so my brackets are never very exciting. Uh, honestly, I'm never very good at this because of that. My final four, my Elite Eight are usually okay, but I don't usually win because I don't pick enough upsets. I think because I watch a lot of basketball, I'm like, oh, that team can never lose to that team, and yet it happens because it's badness. So I always lean towards the favorite. I also like to look at location. A lot of times those teams playing closer to home. Uh, Alabama's playing in Birmingham. That's quite an advantage, and they play in Louisville. Quite an advantage for them. So, yeah, I think once you get past the one and the twos, I think those, you know, they're going to survive most likely the first weekend, at least the first round of games. And then from there, it's kind of who you're feeling. So let's say that nobody picks the winner. How do you win this then? Yeah, there's a couple ways to do it. Some just do it by total wins. So if you pick a first round versus the championship game, it's just a win is a win. Um, Most of them go by each round is a few more points. So first round, you get one point. Second round, you get four, third, you know, sometimes it doubles, sometimes it triples. Um, So, you know, if you get your championship team there, you'll get a ton of points, even if you don't win the championship game. So Right, because you're winning at each round? Yeah. Got it. And that's what's so nice about doing online now, is they do it all for you. You know, it used to be copy the brackets, turn them in, one person's got to do all the math with it. Um, Now it's all online, and it's pretty simple to see that way. All right, so should we pick? Yeah. All right, so now we are going to go ahead and fill out our brackets. We'll be back in a little bit with our final four and who we think is going to win it all. Professional. Athletes. Okay, so we're back. I don't know how long that took us. Maybe 15 minutes to fill out the brackets. I'm feeling very unhappy with mine already. Not confident at all. Not confident at all. I kept had one thing in mind, and then when I ended up filling it out, I ended up with a totally different outcome that I thought I was going to happen, so I'm already displeased with how this is going. I can confidently say that I am not confident, and then I kind of knew who I wanted to be in the final four, and then I feel like I worked backwards, which was weird, because I feel like most people would work forwards, but I was like, this is who I want to be in the final four, so let's kind of work backwards and feel like figure out who's going to win or who has to lose to get my teams there, which was weird. I did that too. This is the first time I've done it that way because I thought we were just going to talk Final Four at first. And I liked it. I liked how my bracket turned out, which means my bracket will be terrible. So that's, <laughs> that's usually how it happens. All right. So, uh, so Tara, tell us who you have as taking home the championship. All right. So my national champion is going to be Marquette. I have no ties or no feelings anyway towards any team really in here other than like Big Ten teams. But over the weekend when Marquette won their conference tournament, lots of people on my social media were reposting. People feel good about them. So that kind of swayed my choice in picking them. 
Shaka Smart's our coach. He took VCU to the Final Four years ago. Kind of that's how he got kind of got on the map. Um, so he definitely knows how to win in the tournament. They play a very different style of basketball. So. All right. Madison Square Garden, why not? Yeah, so I have Marquette winning the whole thing. My final four is Arizona, Marquette, Indiana, and then UCLA. And then I have in the national championship game, I have Marquette versus UCLA with Marquette taking it all. We'll see how it goes. I have no number one seeds in my final four. I didn't realize that until after I was done. I think I'm the same. Uh, no, that's not true. So I have Arizona taking home the national championship. I'm not even sure if that's a good choice. Um, I have them playing Gonzaga. Again, I don't really know why, but that's who they're going to play. So my final four, I have Arizona playing Purdue and then Arizona winning. Sorry, Purdue. And then I have Texas playing Gonzaga and Gonzaga beating Texas. A lot, of West, have, a lot of West Coast there. Okay, yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. Oh, yeah. Where's Gonzaga again? Washington. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I had no idea Gonzaga's there. I think we talked about it last time, but I'd already forgotten. Yeah. Gonzaga's a cool college name, though. I like that. I always think of the Muppets for whatever reason, because there's Gonzo. Gonzo, yeah. And so I always think of the Muppets, which... Before my time, I didn't watch the Muppets. Sorry. They're still... My kids <laughs> love the Muppets. I was going to say, they're still a thing. <laughs> Don't try and age us with yeah. the Muppets. Sorry, sorry. Something I don't mean to shame you. All right, Keith, who you got? Uh, I also have Arizona win it all. Oh, my God. Now I feel like, oh, I, now no. I, feel like I made a good pick. So you have oh, no, no chance. Yeah. <laughs> I have Arizona playing Duke. I went to my – it was between Duke and Marquette, and I went with my heart there. Um, right, right, Duke, right. Duke's second home is Madison Square Garden, so um, they have had a lot of success there over the years. Um, and then I have Texas and Kansas on the other side, the Big 12, and Kansas was my number one. I, I – Felt like I didn't have a number one seed in there when I first did it, and then I realized Kansas was. Uh, Kansas just lost to Texas yesterday, so I have them getting revenge and then losing to Arizona in the championship game. I'm going to stick with it. Well, I think you can't change it. Well, no, but I feel like don't also people fill out, like, multiple brackets, and then they do... That's an epic debate, right? Yeah. the one bracket of integrity right? yeah. and that's your bracket or it's just like I'm going to take a hundred chances and see what hits. Right and then sometimes if you're like in different groups depending on how you're going to like amass the amount of points then they like change their strategy maybe filling it out. Yeah most most like pools among friends will limit you to two or three just so you can't mm-hmm. strategize it too much out but I, part of why I picked Arizona is I really liked Arizona last year. I think I had them picked last year and they, they lost kind of early. Um, and a lot of those guys are back, so mm-hmm. I kind of stuck with Arizona again. All right. So, I mean, I guess we're going to see how this all shakes out. Do you guys have any, like, upsets that you put in? I don't know. Oh, we have the first one. Keith was talking about how Houston has their best player out with a groin injury, right? And we don't know when he'll be back or how serious that is. I had them losing to Iowa. Me too. Yeah. Me too. Wow. Wow. Okay. And then I had been hearing good things about Drake, like I said. So I had them beating Indiana. Oh, wait. Yeah, I had the beating Indiana. I don't know if that would be considered an upset. Ooh, that's like a hometown rivalry, right? Yeah. Even them making it past Miami. I saw some teams with Miami as a Final Four team. I had them as a Elite Eight team, so... Um, oh, I have Yeah, Indiana. even them right away. 5-12 would be... You yeah. know, there's going to be a 5-12 this year somewhere. 
could be Drake. Oh. I had Northwestern kind of going far just because I'm hoping that they're going to go far. You know, because mm-hmm. they have that player we like. Boo Booey. Boo Booey. Yeah, so I'm hoping that the Boo can go far. Ooh, I didn't pick them to win any matches. Any oh, games. that wasn't nice. No, I have some Big Ten teams, but then I have them all losing in the Elite Eight because. That's what the Big Ten does? Yeah, yeah apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to pick Illinois, but they just. From all the swearing that happens in my house, I just don't think they've been playing very well. So I always hope that they go far, but my hopes are usually dashed. And then Purdue, I know people aren't liking Purdue, but I'm I'm just going to go for it on Purdue. Yeah. That kid, I watched a little bit. Well, first of all, so he's giant. Zach Eady. Yeah, Zach Eady. But there was another team. Oh, I wish I could remember. And they were all, they all were dwarfed. Was it Oral Roberts that had like a seven? Oh, oh my team God. Is that- you saw my on the selection show Sunday. You saw yes, yeah. and there was one team, and there was this one kid who just tow- he was like twice the size of everybody else. Yeah, there's a seven five kid. He's yes. seven five. He shoots threes. I think he played at Arkansas or uh, Alabama last year. Yeah, and he, and he transferred, transferred to a small school. Yeah, that um, was crazy. I just kept staring at him. I could not believe how tall he was. I had Furman beating Virginia, which would be. Somebody said they liked Furman when I was listening. Yeah, like I said, I don't have too many exciting upsets. I guess I got a five seed. Duke's a five seed. Miami's a five seed. And everyone else is one and twos. Yeah, I got no number ones, but I got some number twos, so hopefully. What's Arizona? Are they a number one? Arizona is a two. They're a two. Okay. All right, guys. So thank you for sticking around and hanging out with us as we talked and break down all of the brackets for March Madness. We'll be back with an update on which bracket reigns supreme. How many weeks is this now? Three weeks of madness. Yep. And we start, it looks like we start on March 16th. And then the final game is on April 3rd. So that's fun. I'm going to have a lot of basketball to watch. All right, so thank you again to Keith. We really appreciate all of your time. It was super fun getting to chat with you and pick your brain and learn all kinds of things about college basketball. Thank you so much. It's a lot of fun. Happy brackets. Hopefully more circles and X's. (laughs) And enjoy your day off when you take it off on Friday to go downtown. We will not tell. We will not reveal to your boss where you are. I'm starting to feel a little something. I know. I feel like I might have a little bug starting. It's also St. Patty's Day. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's it's a big day. A, that's yeah. going to be a hot mess of a day. And the so, Taylor Swift Eras Tour is starting this weekend, guys. Of course. Of course. Tara might be going. I may be going. All right, guys. Thank you again so much for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye, everyone. Professional. Athletes. <laughs>